you ready to dive into the powerful truth that the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad you joined me today for another episode of Real Truth with Ruth. As this airs for the first time here in the United States, it is Thanksgiving Day. So happy Thanksgiving. And no matter where you're listening from, isn't it great that we can give thanks to the Lord every single day, every single moment of our lives, because he is so worthy. He is worthy of our Thanksgiving. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our adoration. He is the mighty, magnificent God. So as I prepared for today, I came across a quote from Smith Wigglesworth, and that quote is, the power of God will take you out of your own plans and put you into the plan of God. And I just love that because just that thought that he is so amazing and wonderful and powerful and loves each one of us so much that he actually is full of the capacity and the ability to lift us out of our own plans and put us into his very plans. And I hope that just encourages you and comforts you today. All right, so we're going to dive into Psalm 121. And let me read it to you first. We're going to read it out of the Passion Translation. Then we're going to talk about it. I really believe that you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be set free. That God's going to do some mighty, mighty things today as we walk through this. So Psalm 121, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will never slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go both now and forever. I love this whole psalm that it starts with looking up and not down. When we look down in the physical, what we can see is actually quite narrow. But when we look up, when we look out, the whole vision, the field of vision changes. We can see so much more. But coupled with that, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? That, that question as to where our help actually comes from is coupled right to that. And with that, I see a refocusing or a shift. So I actually see that we look up, which expands our vision. But sometimes in that vision, we see that huge mountain in front of us. This is one of the Psalms of Ascent. So it's written to be sung as part of a journey. So we're on this journey through life. Whatever, you know, as we journey, whatever elements come at us, there are things that absolutely come at us. In the natural, there's earthquakes. There can be death of a loved one, severe storms, tornadoes, tsunamis. You can, there can be a loss of a job. There can be loss of health. Of course, in the spiritual realm, we have the demonic that longs to rob us along the way or better yet, get us off the path, off the path altogether. So as we look up at that mountain, what happens is even though it looks huge and massive and overwhelming, we look up and we look past. And that's really important. Just say right now, wherever you're at, say, I look up and I look past. You know, a while back, I was preparing a message and the Lord gave me a vision. It was all about mountains. And in that vision, I saw this vast mountain. 
But then I saw the hand of God reach down to that mountain. And next to the hand of God, that mountain looked like absolutely nothing. It was just a little bump. You see, the perspective changed when the hand of God came down. When God comes into our situation, when God comes into our journey, everything changes. As we go on in Psalm 121, you know, verse 2, it's a declaration. It's a statement. My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. I love that. It's that step. As I look up to the mountains, I'm going to look past the mountain because my help doesn't come from the mountain. My help actually comes from the Lord. Not only does my help come from the Lord, but it comes from the one who created everything. That exact Hebrew phrase, maker of heaven and earth, it only occurs in the Hebrew Bible five times. And interestingly enough, each of these times is in the Psalms. So we look ahead and we take the stance and we depend fully on the one who created the heavens and the earth. And as I think about this, I see this unwavering focus. I see this stance that says, I will not be moved. This is where I'm going to look. You know, Beth Moore, she makes such a great statement. You're going to love this. She says, all the earth's turf is God's turf. We will never go anywhere God has abandoned precisely because he will never abandon us. Isn't that good? Let me read that to you again. All the earth's turf is God's turf. We will never go anywhere God has abandoned, precisely because he will never abandon us. I was thinking of a running trail or even running along or, or walking along a rocky slope path and we can slip, we can slide. You know what? If you're anything like me, you can land flat on your bottom and land hard. But you see, this declaration of where our help comes from is immediately followed by declarations that he will not allow our foot to slip and a reminder that he never slumbers or sleeps. So I sat on this one for a bit because my foot has has slipped here and there and I have fallen and I feel like I get off the path. But the truth goes back to I'm never alone. I was thinking of when my kids were little, we'd go to this place nearby, which is called Ringing Rocks. And in Ringing Rocks, there's piles and piles of huge, 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 huge boulders. And so we'd climb all over them. And, you know, I had five little kids with me. So what was I doing? Well, as a parent, I had a watchful eye over each and every child. I was quick to reach out a hand to help steady them. And how much more God does this for us. But, you know, with my kids, sometimes they'd say, no, I can do this. I've got this. I want to do it myself. And they wouldn't take my hand. And isn't that just like us? I mean, with our with wanting to be in control of everything and our rebellious nature and not understanding the fullness of the love of the Father, aren't we just like my kids were back? Sometimes they take my hand and other times they're like, no, I can do this. But yet, in the midst of that, I was always watching them. And that's what the Lord's doing. He's watching over each one of us. And he it just immediately reminds me it's the loving Heavenly Father. Okay, it's loving Abba, watching over his children, watching over his creation. Verse 5 says, The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. Through this short psalm, we're reminded over and over and over and over again that God watches over us. The psalmist is literally hammering it in over and over. It's like, hear me, hear me, hear me. This is who God is. You're not alone. You're not abandoned. You're not forsaken. You're not left to fall along the path. You're, you're not left to do this journey alone. But look up, look up to the mountain, ask the question. 
Is, does my help come from that mountain or is it beyond that mountain? Learn to see beyond. Learn to see the creator of heaven and earth, the place from which our true help comes. And so when I look at the wholeness of the psalm, the fullness of it, and I look at these short eight verses, basically we're told our help comes from the Lord. We're told that he watches over us, that he doesn't sleep, that he watches over Israel, that he never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over us and stands beside us. The Lord keeps us from all harm and he keeps watch over us. Again, I see this loving father, not the distant father. Now, for in, in total honesty here, does it feel like at times he's sleeping or on vacation? I should hear a yes and amen resounding. Absolutely. Of course it does. We've all experienced that. There are times when it just feels like he's not present. He's not watching over us. There's times when it feels like our, our feet have slipped. We've landed flat on our butt. However, as powerful as, per, as perceptions are, as powerful as feelings are, as powerful our, as our belief systems can feel at times, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily the truth. It does not mean that those thoughts, those feelings, the perceptions, and sometimes even the beliefs are based on the word of God and who God is. You know, interestingly enough, think about this. God has never entrusted the job of watching over us to anyone else. Sure, he can send his angels to help us. Absolutely. But God firmly holds the position of watching over you and watching over me. That's his job. That's in his job description. Think of Adam and Eve in the garden. God, God sends Adam to care for the garden. But who cared for Adam? God did. That has not changed. That's still true today. He cares for each and every one of us. That has not changed. So as we go on, verse 6 talks about not being harmed by the sun or the moon. Now, I was did a lot of thinking about this one because when I was 16, I actually got a very, very, very serious sunburn that created a multitude of problems for a while. So I understood that basic concept and and I immediately I'm thinking of the Israelites traveling through the through the desert and God providing this cloud to protect them because he knew exactly what was needed. That journey was not easy. They made a lot of mistakes along the way, but he did not abandon them. He covered them. Now the whole concept of the moon, it's easy to think again back to the Israelites going through the desert of the fire by night, you know, giving them light, giving them what they needed. But I really sat with this concept of the moon. Then I began to do a little bit of research. And basically, to make a long story short, what it boils down to is there's a lot of superstition surrounding the moon and the night hours. And, you know, the, the occult really acted very during that time. Of course, that's also when we encountered nightmares and night terrors. There could be a fear that seems to come in at the night when we can't see. And yet, as I looked at, over this, who created the moon? Who created the night hours? Well, it was God. That means that he's present even in those night hours. It means that He, the same God who is God over the day is also God over the night. He is our shield and he is our protector. So we're not harmed by the sun or by the moon. Instead, we grab onto him. And of course, verse 7 says, the Lord keeps you from all harm. Just say all, wherever you're at. The Lord keeps me from all harm and watches over my life. Okay, so the Lord keeps me from all harm. He watches over my life. He watches over me as I come and as I go. For how long? 
It ends with both now and forever. It doesn't change. He's always watching over us. He's always right there. He doesn't slumber or sleep. So when we need to be thankful, this is a great place to go to Psalm 121 and to read it and decree it and declare it. And remember, our life, our life might not feel like it lines up in the moment, but that doesn't change who God is. It doesn't change that he is faithful, that he is with us. Again, going back to, to what Beth Moore said, I really, really love that. All the earth's turf is God's turf. We will never go anywhere God has abandoned precisely because he will never abandon us. So everywhere we go, when we're a follower of Jesus, everywhere we go, we carry the presence of God. Everywhere we go, we carry the atmosphere of heaven. So even when our situations are not looking like we're carrying the fullness of heaven, even when we're struggling with that job situation or we're struggling with a financial situation, we're struggling struggling with grief, a loss of a loved one, we have an illness that's just been diagnosed that we're trying to wrestle through or we're facing a natural disaster, you can fill in the blank, whatever that mountain is. It does not change in the when when the hand of God comes into that space the mountain is put down to size which is a little teeny tiny bump in the road because that's how big our God is so let me read this to you again Psalm 121 I look up to the mountains does my help come from there my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. So right now, I want you to shift your gaze. I want you to look past that mountain. I want you to look straight up to heaven. Let your vision expand and expand and expand so that you can connect with, you can see the one who made the heaven and the earth. The one who has said, I will not let you stumble. And you may feel like you've stumbled. You might even be a little sore. But he is right there and he says, I will not let you stumble to be taken out. I watch over you. I never, ever sleep. I never, ever slumber. At times it might feel like he's sleeping, but he says, I am not asleep. I am there. Even when you feel like I'm not, even when you cannot see me, I never slumber and I never, ever sleep. It is God himself. He's saying, it is I myself who watch over you. I am the one who stands beside you as your protective shade. I am your covering. I'm your place of refuge. I'm your strong tower. I'm that cleft in the rock. I'm the one who covers you so that you cannot be harmed by day or by night. I am the one who watches over your life. I watch over you as you come and as you go. And I have not advocated that responsibility to somebody else. It is mine. So do not forget. Do not forget who I am and who you are. You are my precious creation. So today, today as you look, look past, look up, look to the Lord, 
stand on this psalm, Psalm 121, and just begin to give him thanks, praise, glory for who he is. We look up to him, the one who is worthy of all praise. I want to thank you for joining me again. I want to encourage you to please share, tell others about these podcasts, Real Truth with Ruth. Please rate, review, subscribe. That's really, really important to this this whole thing going on. And also, if these have blessed you and you want to help support, offset some of the costs, just go to ruthhendrickson.org, click on the donate link. There's other things. There's all sorts of materials. I want to help you grow in who God has created you to be and to find that spot and to really walk with the with your identity secure that you belong to him. You are precious. You are worthy. You were created with, oh my gosh, he has so much for you. Don't ever, 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 ever stop short. You are precious. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You are a creation of the most high God. Be so blessed. Are you interested in learning more about emotional healing and deliverance? Check out Ruth's Masha Equals at Ruth Henderson.com.